Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 233. I have a very, very, very special guest. I have actress Rebecca Kennedy. Mega Man drove all the way to a secret location in Santa Clarita. I did over here, hashtag Team No Sleep, and... Rebecca, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for driving all the way here. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, the freeway we were talking earlier. The, a lot of cars go fast over here going downhill. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not used to this kind of freeway. <laughs> I'm used to the LA traffic. I'm not used to like, oh my gosh, I'm driving 90 miles per hour. I was like, what the heck? But, and it's on this, uh, it's Sunday, so there's not as much traffic, so you really can pick up your speed. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It was said an hour and five minutes. We got here a little fast because, you know, on some yeah. traffic. You know, because everyone's not driving because of the gas prices. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because they're changing to like six, seven bucks. I was like, <gasps> yeah, don't want to actually don't want to go anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. So how you been? How, how's your Sunday going? It's good. It's good. Uh, it's early here, so I haven't done much. Uh, got up, took a shower, uh, prepped uh, to see you. And we're going to go see the Batman later on. We're gonna go see it too tonight. <laughs> yeah, I heard good things about it. Um, yeah, I'm super we're, Oh yeah. So in in downtown Long Beach, there's a little indie theater called the Art Theater. So we're we're me and her. We went on a date, and uh, they're playing. it like, what? So we might see it maybe later tonight, like seven thirty. But we're. I heard good things about it. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. My friends. Uh, come, my friends saw it yesterday, and they were like, oh, can't wait to talk to you about it. So. Super and a good thing or a bad yes. thing? Yes, no, good things, good yeah. things. Because I like it because it's very dark. And you haven't seen a dark movie since that, since Tim Burton. Yeah, I'm That's excited. what I like about it. So I, the reason why I want to get you on is, is I've been following, we've been following for each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know if you know this, but the, I think the reason why we're following each other, I was a guest on Bocho Live Show. And I think you were on watching the live. And, and, yeah. and I was like, who's this? Because I... Re <laughs> I I rarely get a lot of blue check marks, but I was like, okay, I like that. And I think I'm trying to get, I think you know her. I'm going to get her on later this year, Jackie Dallas. Yes, I do. I just met her at Comic-Con yeah, last year. Um, I, I met her for a couple years and we're trying to schedule a day for some kind of reason. I know she's a very busy woman. So Jackie, Jall Jackie Dallas, <laughs> I want to get you on because she goes to a lot of Comic-Cons mm -hmm. and everything. So that's, yeah. that's, and I ne I'll be honest, I never went to a Comic-Con before, so I'm kind of looking forward if they have one this year because I heard in San Diego it gets crazy. Yes, and the we went to the one um, here in Los Angeles in uh, November, and I'm sure nowhere near as crazy as the one in San Diego, but it was still pretty crazy. There were still mm -hmm. tons of people. It was awesome, so many cool costumes. Yeah. It was really awesome. Do you have, have you been to the one in Long Beach? Not yet, no. This was my first Comic-Con, first con really ever, so it was mm -hmm. really cool to have that one be the first one wow. for sure. I, I just like I people always tell me oh I can't wait to go you meet hey this person was so and so on a, this television show or on this movie yeah. I mean I I, I got to rewind um, before we get to that I know I know we, I know we're, we're like jumping ahead jumping ahead <laughs> uh, where, where were you born where'd you grow up at so I was born in Arlington Texas mm -hmm. but I grew up in the Dallas Fort Worth uh, Metroplex my dad lives over there oh really he lives uh, I was about this close to moving over there. Because my company, they I work at Sprouts Farmers Market, so there's a whole bunch of them, and I have a lot of friends who live out there, podcasters that live in Brownsville, Waco, um, Dallas, Fort Worth, mm -hmm. like a lot of Houston and all. And I was like, you should come move over there. And everyone's all <laughs> like, well, I'm gonna go move because Rogan's moving over there. <laughs> so, but there's a lot of good things that's going on over there. 
I think in a way with Austin and Dallas is just that's like right there I want to move to. Yeah, a lot of people are moving moving out of out of state, out of here, out of other places going. Um, you know, it's cheaper to live there, so I, I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I grew up there. I uh, it was it was good. I you know I don't miss li- I miss my family, but I don't necessarily miss living there. Um, I like living out here. There's a lot of stuff to do and. Obviously, my career is out here, but yeah, um, yeah. dang. Uh, what high, what high school did you go to? So uh, I went to a, a private Christian school for two years, and then uh, my last two years of high school, I went to the uh, arts magnet in Dallas. Arts magnet. Um, Dallas. So basically, it's yeah, uh, music, dance, theater, uh, visual arts. Um, oh, there's a school that focuses on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they have that in I think in uh, Long Beach just for focusing on arts, like hey. You don't want to do sports. You want to focus on these to get yeah. to the next level in college. Yeah. Wow, they have stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, we didn't really know about it um, until, because it was, you know, in Dallas, and we lived, I lived in Hearst, and so my dad worked in Dallas, and he's the one that kind of brought it up, because um, the, the school I was going to was, was really great academically, but didn't have a didn't have a great arts program. They just didn't care. You know, they were very academic in sports. That was their thing. They didn't have a theater program, really, and so... As I was, you know, doing more and more theater, I realized like that was really what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, was acting. And so he found that school and, um, you, have, you know, I had to audition. And so I went for dance and um, theater as well. So it was it was definitely really those are your strong points. Huh? Yeah. So um, I, I haven't danced in a really long time. Acting has definitely been my focus the last uh, 10 plus years, but at the time, uh, yeah, it was really, it was a really great experience. I'm glad I got to go. Everyone wants to be a J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely there. not me, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience. We're, we're watching, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air last night and he showed the original mother and she's like, and I don't know if I can dance still. I don't know if I can still do it still. And she outproved these two women. She's like, I still got it. <laughs> but she was like, I can't do it anymore. My body is aching. That's so why I felt like I can still do it still. But with art, I'm, my son, he's a good drawer. And I, I was thinking, like, maybe you should put him to an art school. Yeah. more focus on that. Because his academics are good and everything, but he likes to focus on computers and art. So is, is that probably, like, the best way to go for it? Yeah, honestly. Um, I mean, there's even school. I don't know here which ones yet because we don't have kids yet. But, um, there, you know, on the flip side, there's, like, the STEM, you know, the classes that are, the schools that are uh, geared towards that. So there are also, I'm sure, schools geared towards arts. And mm-hmm. if your son is, you know, anyone is really interested in that, um, mm-hmm. that's definitely an avenue to check out. Because mm-hmm. then you can really not just do it after school. Because, you know, for a long time, I, those were activities I did after school. Yes, But yes. to be able to do those activities in school, like, I started in the morning. Um, I go to school at 9 a.m. And my first class was, like, ballet or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, it was awesome to be able to do what I loved in school. Now, of course, we had other classes, too. We had to do the history and the science the and the basic math, stuff, the yeah. basics. Like, you couldn't just do the other. But to be able to also do what I loved in actual high school, like, in during school hours was amazing. Did you play any sports or anything? I tried. <laughs> in uh, junior high, I tried to play basketball and volleyball because all my friends were doing it. I was mm-hmm. not very good. So... Acting was definitely the way to go because I was never going to be super athletic. So that's, but that's okay. Was there a movie or a show that was like, you know what? I want to be like that, that lady or that person like acting. What, what was the first television or movie show that was like, I can do this. So that's interesting you asked that. So I was actually four. 
but I don't remember. So my mom took me to see my first children's show when I was four. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the show now, some <laughs> children's thing, but I do remember looking at her and saying that I wanted to do that. And at the time I was four, so she didn't take me super seriously and was like, okay, like, sure. And I kind of kept bugging her about it as we, you know, as I grew up and, you know, we were involved in other things. I was taking piano. I was doing other, you know, I had an older sister who was doing a lot of stuff as well. And so finally, when I was 12, um, I didn't make the cheerleading squad at school, mm -hmm. which was devastating at the time. Oh. All my friends were, were going to be cheerleaders. It was, it was like, I didn't make the Friday Night Lights cheerleaders. Because <laughs> I, know, I know Texas takes their oh, footballs very take seriously. Very seriously. I have, a, I have one of my good friends. He moved out here. He's like, I'm from Texas, like in Dallas. Like, what school did you go to? And he, he, he said it with pride. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Carter High. <gasps> I was like, say no more. <laughs> Be small, yeah. Be big. You're like, I will bow down. Uh, yeah, because Carter High was probably back yeah. then one of the best high school football teams in all of Texas. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big yeah. deal. Um, so when I didn't make the the squad, my mom was like, "All right, um, do you still want to try acting?" And I was like, "Yes, yes." And so she found me a local children's group that did um, you know musicals in the summertime. So mm -hmm. they were doing the Music Man. They had already had auditions. It was pretty much everybody got in uh, that wanted to be in the show somewhere. So they had already auditions for the roles, the main roles. So they were like, we'll just you know put her in different ensemble numbers, just stick her in somewhere, see if she even likes this. Cause you know, a lot of times people think they want to be actors and then they realize like it's not for them because they don't actually enjoy doing it. <laughs> I think in a way it seemed, we'll, we'll get to that later because there's something where I noticed that People want to be actor, but it's the grind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, because I want to talk about that. So when you when you were four years old, it's like, okay, I want to do this and everything. You're like, well, you're like one of those uh, person. I used to do it. It's like, look in the mirror. It's like, I can do this. Like, one day I'll get an Oscar. <laughs> I'll get a reward. I'll get like something. Was that always going to be like, or just like, I just want to be on television or movies? Yeah, you know. Back then, I didn't even really think about television and film for whatever reason. I don't, and I watched a lot, you know, we watched TV. Um, I had a very, like, you know, I love the TGIF, you know, Full House, Step by Step, like oh, all those growing up were my. Step by step. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Oh my God. Okay, there was two girls in that. One of them, it was, there were, she was in a show with these two brothers. Uh huh. I forgot her name. I, I used to have a crush on her. Yep. Oh my gosh. And um, who was the other one? The, the, the kid with the glasses, he was on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, yes. Oh, man. Those are, ABC has some good uh -huh. shows. Uh, Family Matter, yep. uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, I used to have a crush on Topanga. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I have to edit that out. <laughs> no, but like those were your shows that you were like because yeah. ABC has some good stuff. Right, and I never, I don't know, growing up, I didn't necessarily think like, oh, I want to do that, like be on those. It was more or less like theater was a big thing. Like my, yes. my parents took me, um, once I started, you know, being able to do it, like we started seeing professional shows like very young. Um, and, and so that was like, that was the focus at the time was being on the stage, like doing theater. Um, and then after college, that's kind of when I got into film and TV and then obviously haven't looked back, but, um, yeah, it was, it was just, my mom said she dropped me off the first day of, you know, at the children's theater, the you know, we're doing the music man. She came to pick me up and she said she was kind of hiding in the back, you know, so I couldn't see her. Yeah. And she was looking at my face and she was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is it. She knew it. She knew it. And I didn't stop. I did it all the way through, through junior high, through high school, went to college for theater. Like for whatever reason, it was like just 
and I can't explain it. I feel really grateful and lucky to have found what I wanted to do so young because I know, you know, a lot of people have don't realize till later. But at the same time, your mom wasn't pushing you. She was supporting no, you. She, yeah. she, she no, she never pushed me. She That's never good. was like, this is what you should do. She just supported. She drove me to auditions. Um, you know, she'd drive me to rehearsals if I booked something. But she never was like, she never pushed it. She never was telling me this is what you need to do. You need to, because she never, she never told me I needed to rehearse on my own. She never, um, you know, when, when I started being able to find auditions myself, I would find them myself and show her like, I want to audition for this. And then she'd be like, great, let's, let's take you. Um, you know, she was definitely instrumental in finding the, the original way for me to do it, but she was never on me about stuff. I just had, I was always just very self-motivated in learning mm -hmm. my lines and practicing my dances and, you know, finding the next thing for me to do. Um, how is I, how is that like? Like when you have your lines, you book, you have to memorize it. How long does it take you? Like if you, you have a good memory, like I can memorize all that. Would it take you like a month or days or hours? It really depends on the actor or the actress. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely don't have a photographic memory. There are some <laughs> actors that do, and I envy that for sure. Um, you know, I've gotten quicker because you know, auditions now are all mostly self-tapes with, with the pandemic. Really? Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so we're, you know, taping in our Are those homes. called reels? No, so it's, it's so a reel is um, a collection of work that you've already done. Like INDB and all that? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, basically when you audition, you're sending a self-tape in. So you're putting yourself, they give you sides, and then you're putting that on tape and sending it in. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you only get, you know, 24 hours to send in like a guest star, which could be 10 pages really? of sides. So you get really quick and really good at learning lines quickly um, because you don't really have a choice, but to like, wow. you know, get it all in there. You don't have months to, to learn, um, you know, and, and when you book jobs, sometimes uh, for TV, especially they move very quickly. So for like SVU, I booked it on a Thursday and I was on the plane Sunday and I was on set Tuesday. So, you know, I had a few days to kind of, uh, look over everything again, but you're, you're moving quick. Wow. So you have to kind of, you know, have months to like I sit and learn. That. Yeah. TV, uh, movies, sometimes you have a little bit more time. But, but TV's like, we get, yeah, TV's quick. Because so usually be the quick. TV shows are usually about an hour or maybe 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so that means like, okay, this is, these are your lines. You got to do it. Wow. And, and plus you have to be in that mental state. Yeah. Cause for, you know, for a drama, you're, you're filming a whole hour show, you know, 43 minutes with commercials if it's network. Uh, TV, but you know, you get seven to eight days to do the whole episode. Mm -hmm. So they move quick. You know, you don't have a lot of time to figure it out as you go. You know, you got to kind of come in and have your choices. Have there ever been a time to say, for example, like a week you had to turn in your tapes to like three or four different type of shows and you're like, oh, I have to memorize this. I have to memorize that. Then it's like you're multitasking four or whatever, five shows. You ever had something like Sometimes. that? Yeah, during uh, during really busy seasons, you can have multiple auditions in a week. It's good, right, um, to have more yeah. jobs. Yeah, the the as they say, it's a numbers game, and the more you audition, the more chances you have of booking something, um, because you know, booking is such a <laughs> it sounds bad, but like it's such a rarity. Um, it, you know, only one person can get the job, and so you know, as much as you know you want it, it doesn't necessarily going to go to you. So the more times you you put yourself out there the more times you get auditions the more chances of that you'll book one of those jobs yeah um you know and that's the thing like with your mom preparing <clears throat> you for all this and going to high school then college and doing this 
to get to be where you're at here in LA where everyone wants to be everyone wants to be a star yes. and that's just something <laughs> where it's like everyone starts off as being an extra and you're working your ladder to get to that leading role in that mm-hmm. in the television show yeah that's what I like because I always see people like that I remember that person was an extra and this um I'll give you an example Cuban Gooding Jr. He was an extra on coming to America as right. getting his haircut and see him work the ladder. I was like, wow, I like see, I like to see people come up like that. And you, yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm a movie, I'm a TV person. I'm, well, we just got cable now, so finally <laughs> I can start watching all the shows and stuff like that. But that's awesome. I yeah. really that's that's something where it's like I always get. I just, I'm just a little curious. I just want to pick your brain on certain things. Yeah. Because you're my, you're my first actress to come on the podcast. Oh, amazing! Oh, so I'm yay, like I'm super amazing. I'm super stoked <laughs> on all that. So when you're working the ladder and stuff, and that's where you're building your credit, where other shows like, hey, so and so she was on. What do you think about her for a role? Like, yeah. And that's where with you, do you have to be a, like a chameleon to try different types of roles, or you're only focused on one role? So, um, yeah, no, that's a great question. So my, so I have an agent and a manager and, um, they get the, the breakdowns as they, as they call them and they'll, you know, look at them and they decide kind of, um, as an, as an actor, what I, what they could pitch me for. And that's, you know, based on my previous work, based on work they think that I can do if I haven't done it yet. Um, you know, every, every actor kind of has, you know, their types that they, that they kind of fit into at the beginning and, and not that actors can't, um, you know, branch out and do other things, but they, you know, they kind of have a, a, a way of fitting in at the beginning of what, um, kind of what they can sell them as. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they submit me and then hopefully I get the audition and they send me the audition and then I, you know, I look at it and I uh, do my very best, uh, work that I can and then I send it in and hope for the best <laughs> hope for the best yeah because some of this the the, the shows I kind of notice it's mostly like a lot of crime stories yeah I do uh, I have done uh, a lot of uh, type <laughs> like SVU and Criminal Minds yeah a lot of the the um, and ironically both both of the stories uh, were based on true story loosely based on true stories mm, and that's what you kind of like like I think I, this is a perfect character for me yeah, you know, it's it's funny because it, it's not like, um, you know, either of those shows wasn't like something I was, you know, looking out for because I, I don't have the access to that, right? So mm-hmm. that's my, my agents, um, you know, brilliantly seeing the roles and being like, oh, Rebecca would be perfect for this. Um, and, you know, SVU is the first time that was the first time I auditioned for that show. Really? Yeah. So I, you know, I really didn't think... Uh, I was going to get it because I was like, oh, surely there'll be people that they've already auditioned and that they love and that they are trying to find the right role for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I'll just do my best and whatever happens, happens. But it just, you know, happened to be the, the right role for me. That's awesome. Do you, can you go back in time and see what was your first debut television show? Yes. So the first time I ever did a show, I did a co-star on Memphis Beat on TNT back when uh, with Jason Lee back, I think I had two seasons. Jason uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We shot in Louisiana and uh, New Orleans. So that was like my first time working in that city. So that was really fun. <laughs> oh man. How about like, your first debut movie? Uh, debut, debut movie. Uh, Full length or short, I guess would be, I guess the full length feature where I really um, had like a real role would be house hunting. Mm -hmm. So I, ironically, I did that um, back in 2010, 
this month in March. Mm -hmm. I was in Virginia. I, I still think about that because um, that was my first real experience uh, in a filming in another state. I had a lead role filming with like really awesome actors and I was really scared going in because I was like, I don't, well, I don't know. It's like you want the role so badly and then when you get it, you're like, oh, now I got to do it. <laughs> like now I have to like deliver. <laughs> and there was just that, you know, those butterflies of like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? Oh, I, you know? I, I know what you meant. Like you're so used to like auditioning, but when you get the part, like, oh Yeah, shit. now I have to like it's show up and deliver. And, you know, of course it went great. Everybody was so nice on that set. Um, so generous with their time and, and just their energy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Art LaFleur, who, who passed away recently. Oh, um, sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. Just amazing actor amazing uh kind human uh i would just sit next to him whenever i could and just talk and ask questions and he would just graciously answer you know he'd been working forever um and he was one of those that he just you know as soon as the camera you know as soon as we called action he was just on and you could just like look at him and just work like you didn't have to try very hard because he would just give you mm -hmm. everything um mark singer as well even when the camera mark was singer. <laughs> yeah beastmaster oh, oh um, my god yeah. beastmaster that's a i'm telling you beastmaster the original movie i mean <laughs> that was a creepy movie it's like hey what's gonna happen to that guy he's getting i think that parrot's gonna He's hugging him. And he, yeah. And you also you see boats come out like, oh, uh, I don't want to be around that bat. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Yeah, he was he was lovely and and give you know gave a hundred percent even when the camera wasn't on him. Oh. You know, so that you, was a great experience. Yeah. What do you like doing like long? Because when you said long and short, you you, you do a lot of uh, short films as well. So I haven't done a, I haven't done one in a while, but um, at the beginning of my career, yeah, that's kind of um, for beginner actors that are starting out. That's kind of a lot of times what you submit yourself for before. Or you have representation mm -hmm. uh you're gonna you know you submit for short films student films uh things like that they're only gonna shoot you know one or two days maybe and then and then i've done some you know throughout because uh the script was really great the character was really awesome the the director i wanted someone i wanted to work with um you know so um that's why i asked originally but um yeah, so you know, either one can be and are you know have been awesome, awesome experiences. Just uh, shorter versions of a long. <laughs> yeah, because usually I've been really getting to the whole documentary, like short films, uh, long films. I, I mean, we we're watching um, this documentary. I think it's an old like show, but it's called This Is England. Okay. It's about the whole uh, the skinhead, the rock steady, all that music, everything was the the culture was going on in the UK. That's how I was like, wow. It was like awesome seeing like a lot of short films or kind of more like long films. I'm just trying to get back to the whole like watching movies and shows and stuff like that because like I've been so busy with work and I like from this pandemic and everything, people have been watching Netflix or yeah, Netflix. there's been a lot of great movies. That um, means like a lot of people are like, oh, there's more jobs now. People are watching mm -hmm. more shows on on different. Hey, get this app, get this Peacock app, yeah, get this Paramount app, you know, and all that. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. Well, and it gives actors way more opportunities you know back in the day there was only the the networks you know there was the four networks and it's like for tv if you didn't book on those and you didn't work right as far really? as tv goes but now there's you know netflix and hulu and amazon prime and peacock and um all these other you know network uh, streaming there's cable you know you know hbo Everything. and uh showtime and there's so many more opportunities for actors to to work which is amazing it's almost like in a way hey take make a man's money <laughs> so we can see you perform yeah, exactly. and it's like you can still keep it flow exactly um there's a show i've been i want to start watching it's on paramount called yellowstone 
Okay, I haven't watched that one. I heard yet, good but things I have about heard it. Good things. I heard because it has Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. you know, Dancing with Wolves, you know. But uh, I heard I heard good things about that show. And that's another, you know, another avenue for act. You know, there's just it's mm-hmm. awesome, and not just actors, but writers, directors, producers, mm-hmm. like showrunners. There's so many more uh, opportunities for people in the industry to, nice. to work. Nice. I was going to ask you. This is a, this is a little curious question for me. What type of music do you like? <laughs> No, it's great. Um, you know, I like all types, honestly. I'm not uh, super picky on like a genre of music. It's more, for me, it's more the song that I like or don't like, you know, like that touches me in a way that the, like you could that kind the of words, the past. yeah, that the words mean something more, more or less than like the, the genre, specific genre of that music. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like everything. I'm not like super picky on like, I mean, I even like country to rap to, you know, rock to it just kind of depends on like the artist and the song i guess was it was it like a major transition because when you were living in texas this is all texas but when you come <laughs> living in la there was like so much to be like wow this is awesome there's so much of everything that you're like we don't have this this is the music this is the life this is like because it's, it's texas when you move if you're living over there it's, it's very fast or slow pace slow much slower than here. I wish I liked that because if it's, if it's a fast pace, I wish I had a two hours extra because I like everything slow to get everything done. Over here, it's just way too fast. Yeah, it's it's fast paced for sure. I like that, you know, not that we've really done it yet, but I like that you can here, you can be in the mountains skiing and then go to the ocean the same day, you know, if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, obviously in Texas, you you... The, to get to an ocean is like at least eight hours so from yeah, where we live. So it's, you can't yeah. just go for the day. I have back. a cousin who lives in Corpus Crispy, where it's Selena, uh-huh. and uh, in Brownsville as well. So it's like, you should make a come trip, but I heard it's very humid over there. Yeah, in, in Houston area, Galveston especially is very, very humid. Uh, much more, and would be vastly different from here. because here The weather's crazy over there. <laughs> I heard, be, I heard yeah. I, my dad told me one time, like, if you ever come to Dallas, if there's hailstorms, and the hailstorms look like baseballs, mm-hmm. it's like you serious? Like yo, yeah. It's like and the weather's crazy. Like the floods, mm-hmm. it's it crazy. Yeah. It's like yeah. wow, man. But it rains a lot. I'm just kind of happy that I'm, you're you're living in L.A. You know. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and so, have you have you in the past done any podcasts or anything? Yeah. So I've done quite a few. Um, I I really enjoy them. Um, this is like I haven't got to do too many in person. So this was fun to, yes. yeah, I've uh, done a few in person, but not as many, especially with uh, COVID, you know, I've done a lot of like over Zoom, which is great. You know, I don't mind that at all. Zoom is um, cool. Is this that sometimes there, there might be a freeze or maybe a three or four second delay? Delay, yeah. And that's why there's, that's why there's too much over talking. I was like, that's why I like to do it in person. And I, I don't care about the drive. It's, I just want the energy and that face-to-face with that person. No, I love that. I love that you took the time. And I really appreciate that you took the time. To, oh, yeah. To oh, I was. Way. I couldn't sleep. We were partying. I was like, I, just, <laughs> I was looking forward to tomorrow. I was like, we got up early, had breakfast. We were just like going over your stuff. I was like, this is, I'm just something happy. Like I have someone like you on my podcast, you know. And this is the year I want to bring good, good people uh, for 2022. Well, I think you have a good start. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so, I'll pat myself on the back. No, but. it's okay. Is there any, it, when you're not, when you're not acting, um, do you have any hobbies you like to do for fun? Yeah. So I love to read. I'm a big, uh, I got to get to to that big reader. So if anyone, when you're, anyone listening is also into reading, I have an actor, I have a bookstagram as they call it. So it's a Oops. book account on Instagram. 
Okay. So it's um, at Actors Who Book. I run it with uh, two other actors, uh, friends of mine. So it's kind of a play on words, at, you know, the booking of acting, but also booking who read, like, you know, uh, yeah, I sad I have to explain it, but anyway, um, <laughs> so if anyone's interested, they can go to that and I post, uh, we post pictures of books and then like a review of them. We post upcoming books. Um, when, since we started that, we've started getting a lot of advanced copies of books, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So it's before the books even come out, we get to read it, yeah. uh, which is awesome. So I'd like to do that. Um, big, Big reader, um, like to camp. Big, big into camping. I always wanted to do that. <clears throat> oh, you should. Oh, I only did should. that when I was little. It's like I gotta go camping, <clears throat> and I was just like, uh, I just <laughs> for some kind of reason I get I get scared. It's like I hope there's any more bears or snakes and stuff. I've never seen a bear. I have sorry, <clears throat> I have seen some snakes, but I've never seen a bear so far. Um, but maybe one day. Any cougars? No, not, not the older I... women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, n- neither of those. Um, we, we did have a bobcat right out here one time. How about a coyote? In the morning. Yeah. Dirty. They don't care. No. They'll eat up dogs and cats. Yeah, we do see a lot of those. Um, I did, I've started getting into, I've, I've done two trips so far, uh, backpacking. So I'm hoping to do more I've now. I've seen a lot the, of trails over here. Yeah, that the weather is nice. Um, I like that. Yeah. Oh. So those are, uh, what else? Um, obviously watching TV and Bike writings. Um, I, I haven't ridden a bike in a really long time so i can't really yeah. i can't really count that but um i do like to swim we're looking forward to getting our pool fixed up for the summer um yeah i love swimming uh so yeah so those are some of the things uh traveling you know. that traveling you know would be awesome for your backyard if you had like a little like a little drinking like little bar bar yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're hopefully, uh, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. Uh, we finished up the inside. So now, now the, uh, backyard is, is the next step. And we can get some lemonade too. Yes. We have so much. I will happy to give you some lemons if you'd like on your way out. Lemon, like you for your, uh, man, the lemonade sounds bomb right now. I think the best lemonade ever I was telling her is Honor Palmer. Like the lemonade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By far. Everyone thinks like since the Simply Lemonade, but I think Honor Palmer is like the best one. You, you know, just by you having a conversation, have you ever wanted to do a podcast? You know, I never thought about it. Like being, you were talking about being like the host. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about it, but you know, that would be interesting. Um, I, did, I did like a very briefly on Instagram, some lives with other, other um, mostly other actors. And we kind of talked about like uh, their, their careers and like what they were doing or just getting to know, you know, know them, uh, which was really fun. Um, and then things kind of got crazy. So I haven't done any sense, but, um, yeah, it would be, it would be interesting. It um, brings, it gives you more exposure. Cause like right now, like we're in the go to age of podcasts where you see everyone's doing podcasts and it'll be like, Oh, I want to hear her story. I want to see, you know, talk about books, talk about life, talk about behind the scenes of acting, what to do, what not to do. Like, right. I like to hear something like that where it's like, it gives you more respect and more like, okay, now I know how she made it when she went from here and now she's here. Yeah. It, make, it gives you a lot. It, it, make, it, it makes me more appreciative of what you do in, for your career. And that's what I like. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would definitely be something, you know, it's interesting because so many times we, you know, we see actors in, in their, the height of their success and you don't really see the, the way that they got there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's really always interesting, not just me, but other, um, other actors as well, seeing, uh, where they started and kind of 
the the rise of the way that they've come up is is inspiring and interesting to other actors that are that are also trying to do the same thing um you know so that's interesting you say that i like that nice we're gonna stop right there and we're gonna take a break and we come back i want to talk about all the tv shows the movies <laughs> i want if you have any gossip stories for Mega Man, I want to talk about that. You don't have to mention no names, but just anything. We'll be right back. And we are back. We took a little water break. I was, I might have to get some lemonade. I don't know. I'm to, I, I really have. I might have to take those lemons. I don't know. I, I'm happy to give you some. I'm debating because we're we might need some tacos. We might need to squeeze those lemons and juice with some conyasada. Uh, I was gonna say, like, from you being an actress, like, how was relationship wise for you? Like, how did you and your boyfriend meet? So, uh, so he's my husband now. Okay, but, my but bad. That's okay. That's okay. We have different names on social media, so uh, oh, okay. so people, it's very confusing. But mm -hmm. um, actually, September will have uh, been married thirteen years. Congrats! So thank you very much. Congrats. Um, so yeah, so uh, in after college, um, I. I went to school in Florida and I went back to Texas. Um, I was planning on moving to New York, so I wanted to kind of get my bearings and figure out what I wanted to do and save some money. And so I was working at a theater um, in, in Texas, uh, teaching and also uh, performing. And a, a friend of mine was uh, doing backstage stuff. And he was like, hey, a bunch of my friends are, are gonna go to Starbucks. Do you wanna, do you wanna come? And I was like, yes, because um, a lot of my friends had, you know, moved on, moved away. Like I was like, I need some more friends. So I went and uh, I met my now husband uh, there. And at first we were just friends. And then eventually we started dating. And then, uh, and then here we are of uh, 13 years of marriage almost uh, later. Uh, yeah. So the thing I that's always, how I met. <laughs> the, thing I, the thing is so cool with like when you're dating, you're trying to be friends into a relationship. Who's going to make the first move when he's like, hey, so you want to be my lady? <laughs> like, I don't even know how you say that anymore. Like, I, are we exclusive? Like, would it be yeah. like... Yeah, especially like then. I mean, now everything has changed so much with the apps and, and craziness. Um, oh, I can't wait to all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I, if I had to date now, I'd be in trouble. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's funny because my, my husband was very shy at the time. I mean, he was, he was super young back then and mm -hmm. I'm a little bit older. Mm -hmm. um, so that's secret but um <laughs> so I kind of had to uh be like I like you because I knew he liked me like I knew he did like everyone so you made the first everyone thing. else had said it but I kind of had to be like I kind of had to encourage him that like I liked him too because I think he was afraid like I didn't and um I would be scared of getting rejected <laughs> I was like that's probably partly it um I won't speak for him but um he's probably down the hall listening thinking what talking about. um yeah so that that kind of um helped out a little bit of like hey we both you know we both like each other we should see mm -hmm. how this works um and you know right from from the get-go um I kind of told him I was like I'm an actor like I, I want to pursue this as professionally um I mean I started making money as an actor at 17 so I was oh, like wow. this is what I want to do um so kind of like either you want to be on board with this or not because this is not gonna, oh, you said gonna right change um so you know thankfully he he was fully on board and has been fully supportive 100 percent the whole the whole way that's awesome yeah like, so you have your, your husband, and you have your, your family, your mm -hmm. mother, and now it's like, this is a full career where it's like, 
now it's all coming to fruition. Yeah, I am very, very lucky and um, grateful and blessed to have a family that um, just doesn't doubt me for whatever reason. When I doubt myself, they are always there telling me to keep going. Yeah, and that's the thing, like even with social media where there's so much, it's so toxic that I, I this is, I'll, I'll be very blunt. Um, I, when I see toxic people or anything negative, I just block it. I just block them. Yeah. I don't need that in my life because there's so much what was going on for the past two years from the COVID and everything. I don't need all that negativity. And there was, a, at the time, there was a lot of people with true colors that are being shown like, wow, I'm really, it, it kind of puts your mind on check and it, it's more like a reset button. So now you just want to be around good and positive mm-hmm. people. That's what we need in this world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when there's so many people telling you that things are impossible, that you can't do this. You're never going to make it. You're never going to make like it. Like the Dewey Cox story. You're never going to make it. <laughs> right. You know, you, uh, you know, you're, you started too late. You're too old. You're not pretty enough. You're whatever X, Y, Z reason that you could give, uh, you know, actors a million reasons why they shouldn't do something. So I always, I try, want to be that person, um, that is telling you why you can. Mm-hmm. And you know, not and not in a fu- in a false way. Um, I don't want to be false positivity by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to lift people up. I want to encourage them. I want if this is what they truly want to do mm-hmm. um, in any industry um, to not to not give up and, and keep that dream alive and have somebody out there that is telling you that you can do this. Mm-hmm. And 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 just by you saying that. Um, we're talking about like giving back, you know, you're helping out with mm-hmm. the homeless and everything, which it's kind of more like you can see it all of ballet and it's, it's really bad where was, I went to Santa Monica, Venice beach and it's, it, I, I have never seen so many tents in my life. Like it's just sometimes in a way, is it because they want to live that they lost their job, grief of a family, drugs, yeah. who knows? I don't know, but I just, I hate to see it. And the reason why I talk about it because um, earlier, man, I can relate because I was homeless for yeah. like four or five months and being on alone and taking care of two kids. And, you know, it's, it's just, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, and you just want to give back and help out. Like, and that's what you try to do from time to time, right? Yeah. You know, no, nothing, um, you know, I'm not changing anybody's life uh, or situation, no. but, you know, we would go to MacArthur Park um, once a week and offer uh, granola bars and water and if they wanted uh, us to pray with them. And, and some people did and some people didn't. And we respect whatever people mm-hmm. want at the time. And, you know, like I said, not changing their situation, but hopefully just giving them a little bit of hope and that somebody cares that day was kind of our, our goal. That's good because, you know, you never know that person was going to remember that and it's, it's going to be with them. I remember this person named Rebecca helped me out and you never know that person might look you and say, Hey, remember me? I was home as you gave me this. And yeah. Now, and you really touched my heart. And now I got my life. I like, to me, that's a redemption. That's a comeback story. And that's why I feel like for me, people have tried to help me out back then. And, and also podcasting, podcasting saved my life. That's amazing. And if it wasn't for podcasting, um, I don't know where, where my life would be in jail. I, I would have been dead. I've been this, but this is to me, this, I feel like this is a calling of what, what I'm doing because um, to get out of a hole, um, to help me not be antisocial, uh, to help me with all my speaking skills, to help me to cure my stuttering, uh, to help me not have anxieties. And also the, to me doing podcasts, I, I have to say this, it conquered my depression. That's amazing. And that's what I love doing is meeting people like you and a lot more people that need to have their stories told. So 
when people listen to this, they're like, man, that was a good story you did with Rebecca. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go support her. I'm going to follow her journey and all that stuff. And that's what I want to do. If I'm going to win, I want you to win. I want everyone to win. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you're that you followed your heart and you're doing what you what you love. That's amazing. And and, and the thing is, I, I want to get to the, to the <laughs> I want to get to the acting. How, how how you were? What was like? You were like got goosebumps to the point of like, oh my god, I'm working with that person. Like, I can't believe like I. Is it true that you work with Nicholas Cage? It is true. That is that is the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was definitely. Uh, freaking out for sure a bit when I found out I was going to be working with him, but he's the nicest, most down to earth, uh, just generous person. Um, you know, we were filming in Louisiana in August and it was very, very hot. If anyone's been to Louisiana, it's it's awful. Um, it's awful. I would never go back in the summer if I, if I can help it. Um, and we were, you know, wearing 14th century dresses that they, that the costume department had like beautifully sewn and just like just gorgeous but they were heavy and they were hot and so he was um you know always concerned making sure i had enough water i was you know he was uh stabbing me with his retractable retractable sword that was really heavy so so every take he would make sure that i was that i was okay that i didn't need anything and just was just really generous with his time and just you know didn't have like it was the first time meeting me so um i just i saw that as like that was my first really really big big budget movie and I, and I saw that and I was like, all right, I want to definitely, if I can be that person on my, you know, the next that I go to, if, if I'm ever in that position where I'm the, the lead and someone's coming in that I can, you know, take care of them and, and make sure they're good and make sure that they have everything they need and um, that they're safe, feeling safe and feeling comfortable and uh, having the best experience. Cause that really definitely changed me for sure. That's awesome. Have you worked with any other actors or actress where it's like, oh, wow. Like, okay. <laughs> so, um, and to the bone, I didn't get to work with Keanu Reeves directly because I didn't have any scenes with him, but I got to meet him um, at the uh, the table read and the after, he was at the after party and at Sundance. And uh, that was really cool because he's, he's so nice and lovely and everything they say about him online is true. <laughs> I mean, he's like the most, also the yeah. most loveliest person. The coolest person. And just so like calm and just, you know, he introduced himself and just was like, like just that you know everyday joe like no you know no no pretense no air about him no ego just like we could sit here and have a conversation with him and it's just like anybody they showed pictures or videos of him i I don't know if he lives in new york or he maybe goes over there but there was a person who did a camera video of him and he was in the subway there was a lady who maybe she was pregnant and he's like hey take my seat he was like just normal yeah yeah he's just like very down to earth um, yeah very normal uh, I, very nice i, I like them and if, if i was to, to pick any movie because people are like oh i like him in point break or this but actually the coolest movie i i liked from him was um was it a ron howard movie uh was it called parenthood oh yeah yeah that yes. was to me was classic dude it's like i love him you know and that girl from the goonies mm-hmm. but like he he played in a lot of good roles and you know matrix and you know um john wick and everything but i there was a movie that he did with uh charlie's thurman i don't know if it's called sweet november yes yes that's a very underrated movie yeah yeah they're both great in that oh i love them and and the thing now we're gonna get into the the tv shows and everything and now 
you know, doing all these shows. Um, what's like the, the, if you had to pick one, what's like the favorite role you did on what movie or what TV show you're like, that stands out is like, oh, I love this. I, cause like, I can just die a happy one. <laughs> it's so hard picking favorites. I feel like it's picking your favorite child. Um, I don't have a child, but I would imagine it'd be like that where you're like trying to pick your, cause every, you know, every role so far um, has taught me something different, right? Has, has opened me up as, as an actor and as a, as a human. But if I had to pick, um, uh, I one of, one of, one of my favorites or, or just one role that really, uh, showed me that I could really step out and take risks um, was definitely Law & Order SVU, for oh, sure. Good um, Working, yeah, working with Mariska and Kelly and all of them uh, just was obviously incredible by itself, but then just being able to play Esther, um, you know, so many fans still reach out to me and the show aired in 2018. Did you meet the person, uh, Dick Wolf? I did not. I did not get to meet him. He was not on set that I that I saw. But yeah, that because he's he's everywhere. Oh yeah, he's he yeah. has like a thousand shows. He's incredible. Yeah. He um, did a. I remember looking back. I think Dick Dick Wolf did a movie with Brandon Fraser. It's a it's a true story. It was about his life. Where mm. it was called School Ties. I haven't seen that. I'll it's Brandon it Fraser, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. It was somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, he's a football player. He's Jewish. Goes to a prep school. It's kind of weird. Goes for one year, and then he he turn. It finds out that this prep school is really racist against Jewish people mm. and stuff. And when he, when I think about that, like, why would you make a movie about that? As well, that movie is about my life. Wow. That movie is about stories that that happened when I was going to a prep school, but they had to change the names and stuff. And that was a very and that's where I start following Dick Wolf's. Uh, what his career and that's when he started doing Law and Order mm -hmm. so I like to look at info. Oh, I don't know about this person and this have you met Ice-T? yes I did meet oh! him I did get to meet him he was very nice um, I didn't get any, any photos with him but uh, he was uh, very lovely uh, very nice. Um, everybody Good actor, was. Huh? Oh yeah, everybody was. That's the thing is like the show's been on for so long and it's a well-oiled machine and there was no um, no egos like everybody just wanted you to do a good job so they were doing whatever they could to to help um, me feel feel comfortable feel safe feel confident and um, mm. being able to do the best job that i could yeah when you do some of the scenes like in law and order or anywhere else when you get to to full character do you do, are you really like in a zone when you like okay this is the role okay how do i have to do research about it like how do you go from there how do you start that yeah, so for that one, it was loosely based on the Turpin family that was here that kept their their thirteen kids um, basically locked up in their house. Um, you know, not not telling their story, but loosely based on their story. So I did do some research into uh, into the, the 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 young woman that escaped and kind of her her background and um, her what would have been her education and. Um, things like that just informed formed the character for me and how, how I wanted to present her. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very well aware also when I'm telling those stories that it, that it is somebody's story. So I, yeah. so I want to be very sensitive to that and do the best job I can um, so that when people are watching, um, it, it, it doesn't come across false. It comes across to them as, as honest as possible. And that, because I know people are relating to that, even if it's not that exact situation they've been in, um, a situation like that in their past and, and I want to be truthful to that um, so from yeah so it's a lot of research and then um, 
I'm not method in the fact that I am in character 100% all the time. Um, I, I also... Not like that, like Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> no. He's like no. in character for the whole year. Which, you know, I, I totally respect that um, for actors, what, whatever they need to do to get there. But I'm also aware that I'm, I'm a guest coming onto somebody else's set. So I want to be um, also as as personable and um, enjoyable to work with as possible. So um, so they also will ask me back hopefully at some point um, on another show, but just so that they can also do their work um, as well. So, but when I'm filming, when I'm filming something that's really intense or really emotional, um, I will stay in it as long as we're filming. So like let's say we say you know cut, and they're setting up for the next shot, or maybe they're setting up for another take. Um, you'll probably see me in the corner somewhere, um, like staring at a wall, <laughs> <laughs> staying in it. Um, and then, you know, they, you know, are, and, and thankfully, you know, they're very aware of that and they're very, um, they know what you're doing. They understand that. So they're, they're sensitive to that. So they'll just kind of, you know, tap you on the shoulder, you know, and let you know that they're ready for you, but oh. they don't, you know, they try to keep you in to stay in character because they, they know that that's maybe your process. Everyone's kind of different. Um, really? Oh, okay. So yeah, so they were really lovely in that, and that's you know that's me. Um, it's funny I did a, a horror film called Bastard quite a few years ago, and mm -hmm. and we shot for a few days, but nothing was really super intense. And then we hit the this really intense scene where I was running through the woods like away from the the killer with with this another actor in the movie, and like we were crying, and like I have like vomit all over. It's just like bad. And, um, and so they were telling this in, in a podcast, um, they were like, yeah, we were setting up the shot and then we were going to get, uh, ready to go. And we were like looking around, where's, where's Rebecca? And I'm like off in the woods, staring at a tree, like getting in, you know, doing my thing, getting into character. Wow. Cause I knew as soon as we called action, like I had to already be like in crying and like, you know, I couldn't work up to it. Like I had to be there. So that's, so that's hard. <laughs> that's usually where you'll see me in somewhere off in the corner. I'm like, somewhere. just give me my little space, my my to get into that. Be like, that, yeah. I, I I don't know if I can ever do that. That's just like it. I I, just, I don't know if I have that. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, with some, I want to talk about we we're talking about earlier, but the grind. How is it like the grind of doing this, doing that? It it's a lot of work, huh? Yeah. Yeah, um, it is not an easy career. Even when you have credits, even when you feel like you're <clears throat> uh, going in for big stuff, even when you're close to big stuff, um, it doesn't, uh, the grind, the work, the hard work doesn't really ever stop. No, it doesn't. It may change. You know, you might be doing something, uh, juggling something different, but it, it's never, it never stops. You always have to keep working. Um, and it is hard. I won't lie. <laughs> there are many days when I have contemplated if this is where I'm supposed to be, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, is there sometimes with actors or actresses, you, what, do you guys have any mental blocks where it's like, man, it's mentally draining. Like, it, is it in it for me? Or just like how you say, yeah. keep on going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak for other actors, but I, I feel like most actors have felt like quitting at some point. Um, many, many actors talk about that. They literally were like, this was my last audition. Um, because maybe, they didn't get, getting, maybe because they couldn't get along with certain people or just like, there's just so much rejection or the expectations of a, of a character. Like, Hey, I need you to be this character. Like, if not, I'm going to get someone else like that. Is that pressure like that? Um, it can be, it's more, I think it's more when actors get, in that place of like, I don't know if I can do this. I think I might quit. It's more rejection. 
it's more, I've been on 40 auditions and haven't booked one. Like I've done, you know, that's an example. Um, you know, I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I go to class, I work on my auditions, I give good performances, but for whatever reason, it's not clicking. Um, you know, whatever it is, um, it's a mental game. The mental game of auditioning, the mental game of being in this business is, is a very real thing. It's not, <clears throat> especially if you're doing it professionally. You know, it's one thing if you're, if it's a hobby, if you're doing it on the side, you know, maybe you're, all the pressure isn't, isn't there as much, but when you're doing this for a living, when like this is your career, when you're trying to make it as a living, um, you feel that, you feel that, uh, this is my life changing role and you don't get it. And it can be crushing, <laughs> you know, it can be crushing. So in that you, you have to, um, give yourself, like what I do is I give myself the space to be disappointed if I didn't book something that I really wanted. Uh, maybe let myself cry for the day and then you move on to the next because there's always going to be another another audition. There's always going to be another project in the in the, in the the wings. Yeah. Um, but just keep going because if, if you quit, then you don't know what could have been. Because you don't want to be that shoulda, coulda, woulda. Right, because you won't, you won't know what's down a month down the line because you quit. You know, that's, you know, unless... You know, unless actors just can't do it anymore or don't want to do it anymore, I fully, fully um, agree with like stepping away from the business because sometimes it's just not for people anymore and that's totally valid and totally fine. But for people that are like just feeling just the pressure, feeling just the depression of the moment, like it's just to keep going because there will be more, there will be more roles out there. I remember there. when the, that movie Sandlot, Mm -hmm. You know, I love uh, that movie. The the uh, Benny, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Man, this guy's coming up." He was like on Teen Books. Remember that Pop Teens, those magazines? Uh -huh. He was always on it. Then he did uh, Soundlot, then Mighty Ducks, and some some other movies. But it got to the point it's not in it for me no more. Mm -hmm. I want to do a career and be a fire work in the fire department. Yeah. Or even that that kid from the Goonies. Hey guys. Uh huh. Now he's an he's a lawyer that helps out with actors and you know and he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. I was like, wow. He's like, well, I'm, I know the game. I know oh, yeah. the insides and outs, and I was like, I just want to help out with them to get to the next level so they won't get screwed. Yeah, and I fully support that because sometimes it's just not like it's something that people are interested in as kids, and then as an adult, there it's just not for them anymore or even as adults like I have a friend who who stepped away and is doing um a, a, another business has a business and it's flourishing and she's amazing and I fully support fully support that um if, if it's just not for you anymore it's it's too hard if you don't if your heart isn't loving it it's just too hard Damn. Damn. you just gotta <laughs> get out there yeah it's just I, I I see it there's like so many people like I'm gonna try this, and if it's if, if it works out for me, cool. If it doesn't, at least I tried. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's how I was thinking because I see a lot of people doing TikToks and reels and this, and and they're trying to get their name out there to be an actor. But these are the little stepping stones of what they do. Is I guess in a way the new generation now is just they have maybe a, they're maybe a steps ahead because of the exposure on social media, like. Oh, make it this person on. He's a TikToker. And they, and I think in a way, people care about numbers. Oh, how many yeah. numbers does this person have? 20Ks? Or this person has a blue check mark? They go by that and stuff. And it's like, you really you really have to really stand out. You know, there's millions and millions of actors. And there actresses. are. <laughs> and that's why I get it. Like, the roles be like, okay, I'm going to say yes or no and everything. So how many is... 
you did a lot of shows, like you did TN, like you did shows on TNT, mm-hmm. CBS, and and, uh-huh. and and ABC, NBC so far. NBC, mm-hmm. like anything on Fox or not yet. That's my next goal <laughs> is to book a show Pine on Fox. Time. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, like I did uh, Station Nineteen. Um, you were mentioning the gun, the one with the gun earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was on ABC. That I did in twenty twenty, wow. beginning of. And what have you, have you done any shows or anything that does straight to like? YouTube or Hulu or Netflix and all um, with all these new apps coming up. I know, right? Uh, so to the bone, uh, the one I mentioned with Keanu Reeves and Lily Collins, that one is on Netflix. That was bought. Um, it went to Sundance and Netflix bought it, um, and so it's on Netflix. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It's a beautiful film uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it. Um, it's about a young woman that's struggling with an eating disorder. Um, oh wow! So it's yeah, it's uh, Lily is uh, does an amazing performance. Uh, the whole everybody does really um it's a really um incredible movie people should definitely check it out uh for sure i haven't done anything on uh hulu yet uh, but i hope i hope to definitely get um on more of the streaming platforms that's someday. awesome yeah have you have you ever done any document we talked about earlier documentary films or anything no is that something that's uh, like you should you should want to try or just want to be focused on more like acting? um yeah probably more acting um I mean maybe one day um I it's it's always weird to be myself for some like Brandon's always like just be yourself I'm like I don't know how <laughs> it's it's way more easier for me to be a character than it is to be um talk as myself like it the, like I like doing interviews. I really enjoy them. I really enjoy talking about the work and um, mm-hmm. you know other people's work that I can lift up. Um, but it's always just it, it's always interesting being yourself versus like cause you can't hide. You can hide in a character and you can't hide when you're yourself. Did you ever like so dream movie or or short film or anything to do a a movie in Texas like like this is where I'm at. This is like okay, this is like almost like a story about my life or anything. <laughs> the story about Rebecca, like she maybe, grew up in Texas, maybe moved over someday. here. Yeah, maybe. I, I hope to, um, I've been to, back to Austin once to work oh on a project, God. but I hope to go back um, to like where I grew up to do a movie someday or a TV show would be fun. That's awesome. We're almost into the end. So um, if you, if there's any upcoming uh, actors who want to get into the business, do you have any advice for them? Yeah. Uh, first off, take acting class. <laughs> get That's into it. Get into an acting class uh, wherever you live. Uh, find somebody that that teaches. Um, that's so important. Just obviously, you know, you work on your craft, but you also meet a group of people that love to do what you love to do, and that this business can feel very lonely. And so, finding other people that um, love to do what you want to do is is crucial um, because they're they're going to become your support system and your friends I met so many amazing actors in acting class and watching their uh, careers flourish um, has just been a joy and just having them as friends has been wonderful too Um, and then you know doing all the actor things like getting headshots, uh, submitting yourself on. That's awesome. Being a headshot black and white. (laughs) No black and white. Um, Okay. (laughs) But uh, yeah, doing all the actory things like submitting yourself on, uh, you know, actors access for short films and student films, those kind of things. Um, You know, there's tons of casting calls now on like Facebook and those Facebook groups now. It's like we didn't used to have all that. Um, is, is helpful and then obviously just like not not giving up like we talked about earlier just yeah. just keep going um, finding uh, 
whatever you can read, whatever you can watch. Uh, now there's so much because social media is such a big thing. It oh, wasn't yeah. when I first started out. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, so many interviews with actors and directors and producers and just uh, watching all of that, reading interviews online um, of how other people did things um, if they were, if they share um, is, is always helpful um, as well. And just getting inspired and inspiration uh, from that. That's awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Megan Mass podcast, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. And uh, do you have any 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 upcoming uh, stuff coming down the road for 2022? And also, do you have any last words or any shout outs? Yeah. So uh, for anyone listening, uh, I have a movie out right now called Los Angeles that people can watch on Amazon Prime Ooh. for free. So I, if you want, uh, I we like free. <laughs> who doesn't, right? That's why I always push. It's free. So no, you don't have to pay for it. Um, I play a young mute who goes on an, an adventure with an escaped convict. Okay. So it's, um, it's a feel good movie for anyone that is looking for, uh, for something just fun and feel goodish and um, not super like heavy as far as like you know big drama mm -hmm. um, the performances are, are incredible it's um, really proud of a little art little indie movie we made um, and then I have another film called two witches that's um, hopefully going to be uh, announced soon where you'll be able to see it mm -hmm. um, I play the complete opposite in that movie where I'm, I play a witch <laughs> who is uh, Definitely the most evil I've ever played in any, nice. in any movie. So I'm really excited for everyone to get to see that. Right. Um, yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. Um, and then I have several projects um, that coming up this year. I, I I leave on the 14th for Pennsylvania to work on a feature film. And I'm super really, really excited about. Can't say too much yet about <clears throat> the film, mm -hmm. but I'm really excited about it. And then... Um, and then I go uh, to Chicago in April to work on another movie. And uh, and then I have some other stuff, too. So, so uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to 2022 so far and seeing what else uh, what else comes up. Yeah. Do you have any shout-outs? Uh, shout-out to my husband, <laughs> who is graciously in the other bedroom while we're doing this. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, my family, who is, well, I'm sure will listen to this because I will send it to them. Uh, my parents specifically are uh, just really amazing and I couldn't I would not be here um, without them for sure that's awesome and uh, I just want to say best of luck to you hopefully this is not the last episode we could do a part two definitely I would love that awesome and where can everyone follow you on social media so I'm on Instagram at Becca B-E-K-H-K -E <laughs> and then on Twitter at Rebecca Kennedy all right well everyone i hope you like this episode uh shout out to everyone uh hardcore listeners shout out to texas shout out to los angeles uh shout out to rebecca your family your your future husband i'm asking future husband husband <laughs> yeah and shout out to my lady shout out to the kids and um that's about it so um you can follow me at the mega man's podcast on instagram twitter mega man's podcast other than that, Rebecca, best of luck to you. Mega Man's out. Rebecca's out. Late. Thank you so much. Late.